Hello, my Hope friends. I am glad to be with you today. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Hope Daily. And as promised, we are starting off June with a throwback. Uh, On the top of my page here, it says July 25th, 2004. Our first service was July 18th. And I talked uh, about a year ago about some of the things that I said in that very first message from our church. But I thought I would go back and look at some of these things that I shared with our church at the very beginning of it. And uh, I think, as all of us as adults do, that I am pretty much the same person as I was in 2004, regardless of the age. I'm probably very different, but I at least feel like I'm the same person. So I'm reading these notes that I read that day, and I'm looking at what we talked about at the very beginning. And some of the reason I want to do that is simply because it's always a good idea for us, especially with our name being Hope, to remember where we came from, to remember how we founded ourselves, to return to our roots, in part because change is good and growing is expected, but some of the foundations got to stay the same. And many times we wonder, you know, we maybe a little further away or we haven't had the same amount of conversations that we had once upon a time. Is hope changing? Are we a different church? And sure, we're changing in certain ways, but the foundation of our church is exactly the same. And so it will be easy for me to share with you some devotional thoughts from some of the first messages that I preached at Hope. And this was called Filled with Hope to Share. We were looking in Romans 15 and specifically landing on verse 13, which is probably our key verse or maybe one of our key verses as a church. It certainly is one of the places that we started. And it says this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul's second prayer for the Roman church was that they would be filled by the God of hope and that they would be filled so much that that hope would overflow within them. And we talked that morning about a few things. This is God's plan for our ministry, that we are people who are filled with hope. Maybe In this moment, you feel like your hope tank is empty and needs to be filled, or you feel ready and excited to be an overflowing fountain of hope. Either way, this prayer is for you because the expectation is that we are people of hope who are filled with hope and overflow with hope. We are filled with hope to share. One of the things we started by talking about is that God is always offering hope because it is his nature. He is the God of hope, as Paul says here in Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you. God is the only source of true hope. What we bump up against in the world in our lives and in the lives of people we care about and in the culture around us is that there are many challenge uh, ideas to that God is the God of hope and that he is the only place we can find it. There are many uh, falsified hopes, many counterfeit hopes that are offered for us to other people. Psalm 25, verses 3 to 5. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame. Psalm 62, verses 5 and 6. Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. So there is one true source of hope. But as the psalmist writes, and as Paul writes in 1 Timothy, there are other places we look, and these are just two of them. Uh, Psalm thirty-three, seventeen: a horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. And while the horse there is both literal and figurative, 
The idea is that mankind often puts its hope in strength, in being in control, in power. It is a false hope. It's a vain hope. The word there is empty. It is an empty hope. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17, do not put your hope in wealth. Many people today put their hope in wealth. They feel secure based on how they feel they are financially, whether they feel like they have enough savings, whether they feel like they have enough income, whether they feel like they can buy the things they want or be ready for an emergency. And it's not evil to be planning ahead, but our hope is not in those things. Paul's prayer is for them to be filled. May the God of hope fill you. May we be people who are filled with hope. And as that happens, it says he will fill you with all joy and peace. So hope naturally produces joy and peace in us. So if I'm wondering if I'm living full of hope, I must look at these experiences, these interfaces with the world around me. Is joy normal? Do I live at peace and at rest in my soul? And it says, as you trust in him. In other words, my hope comes from trusting in the Lord. My hope comes from putting my faith in him, betting my life on him, believing that following him is never going to let me down. So we have hope and we are filled, much like we're filled with the spirit. We are filled with hope from the God of hope. The last point that I made that day was that hope is an anchor for the soul. Hebrews chapter 6 Verses 17 to 19, we have a hope that is an anchor for our soul, firm and secure, firm and secure. And the picture of an anchor is a boat that's out at sea being pushed and pulled by currents, whether they are gentle or whether they are full of power from a storm or something. And the anchor holds us in place. If we are to be people of hope, we need to know how to stand where we are to find firm footing in our faith to putting our trust in God and knowing that that trust will sustain us and will hold us up. So what I asked at the end of that message was, have you been looking to find your hope in other things? Maybe because of hurt or wound or disappointment. For many of us, that was the case that day. You feel like hope is hard to find. And what it identifies in you is that maybe your hope was a little bit in some other things. And the disappointment of those other things has caused it to be hard for you to hold on to hope. When my hope is in the Lord, it will stay steady and firm. So there's a confrontation in my life when I find myself without joy, without peace, without the God of hope filling me with hope. But then my call is not just to be filled with it, but to overflow with it. Maybe it's because I forgot the eternal and true hope that I've been given, and therefore I have nothing to share with others. Next week, we're going to talk about overflowing with hope. We're going to pick up in Romans 15 and go from there a little bit further on. But today, I just want to say, I'm sure in your life, you can find plenty of reasons to believe that hope is foolish or that you are in a hopeless situation, that your life is hopeless. But I'm telling you, if you are a believer, if you are a child of God, you have an anchor. You have an anchor, and that anchor is hope. And that anchor of hope should fill you so much that it spills over out of your life to other people. But it will never spill over to them unless you let the God of hope fill you. My prayer this day is that you will find a way to live with the hope from the God of hope filling you so that it is an anchor for your soul.